the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, the Bible tells us that our God is a good God. And it tells us that everything that our God does is good too. The Bible also tells us that our God is a God of transformation and manifestation. Well, since our God is a good God, then that means that all the transformations and manifestation that He caused to happen in our lives are going to be good too, whatever they are. The word good means good in any sense, as in the widest sense. So that means that the transformations and manifestation that God wants to cause to happen to and for us are all good in the widest sense. They'll be good in ways that we'll never understand until after they've happened to us. The word good also means beneficial. That means the transformations and manifestation that God wants to cause to happen in our lives will all be beneficial to us. Beneficial in ways that we'll never understand until they happen in our lives. Saints of God, we ought to trust God and let Him bring every one of those transformations and manifestations in our lives that He wants to bring. Because whatever they might be, they'll be good and beneficial in the lives of you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. When we, when, we, when we do what God wants us to do in haste, we'll swiftly be in motion and do what he wants us to do. I said we'll swiftly be in motion and do what he wants us to do. We'll do it with an urgent need of quick action. Well, what is it that we're supposed to do with all diligence? Well, he said, above and beyond, I'm doing the definitions, and in addition to, what we're already received from the knowledge of God, received from the word of God, God said, add these things. Add these things. In other words, I've done my part in the transformation. Now it's time for you to do your part. I've done my part in the transformation. Now it's time for you to do your part. Providing the knowledge of God is God's part. Adding these things is our part. Because if we don't add these things, then those things that God said would happen ain't going to happen. As in, you become partakers of his divine nature. It ain't happening. Because you got to do your part. He said, I did my part. I did mine first. I was initiator. I made a move. You make a move. I made a real big move. I'm going to give you a lot of little bitty moves. Because I can take big steps. You can take little ones. So I'm going to give you little bitty steps. So add these things to it. That word add right there means to furnish besides. That is to fully supply. To furnish besides that is to fully supply 
the inference is that these things aren't, if these things aren't added, then we aren't fully supplied with everything that we need to be the you and me that God wants us to be. Because it doesn't have everything that it's supposed to have. Does that make sense? Like if somebody, when we was little kids, praise God, they might buy us a toy for Christmas. Praise God. And then we open up the pack. We all excited about it. Get ready to play with our toy, but it don't work. That's because on the side of the box, it say add batteries. Which means the parents did the part. They bought it for you. They might have even bought you the batteries. They over there and the, over there. But you got to add them. Because if you don't add them, that toy ain't going to work. At least not the way it could work. You can sit it over there like it's a nice little thing, but it ain't doing nothing. Because, you know, the on button don't work because you didn't put what you needed to put in it. Does that make sense? So the inference is, is that if these things aren't added, then that means it's not fully supplied with everything that it needs for it to happen. That's why these things, that's why I said add these things. That word add also translates minister nourishment unto. Minister as in nourishment unto. This is an important definition because it reminds us that it won't necessarily happen quickly or at one time. Because he said minister nourishment unto. That's because we nourish ourselves one bite at a time. We feed ourselves in bites. We don't feed ourselves in gulps. Why only got? Why, why am I only getting a couple of amens? So we we feed ourselves in bites. We don't like just take a a a, a, a baked chicken and just inhale it. <laughs> we t- we take a piece off, and then we cut it and or or cut it with our incisors and we bite it, and then we chew the correct number of chews and then we swallow it and then we take another bite and then we chew it and then we swallow it then we might wash it down with some water hallelujah Hallelujah. and then we'll take another bite which means it ain't gonna all that chicken ain't gonna all disappear just like that it's gonna disappear in bites and the things that God gives you to do, he said, do it in bites. Do a little here, do a little there, do a little there, but keep chewing. We're to do what God says, do one bite at a time. But we're to keep doing it, one bite after another, until we've eaten it all. Until we've eaten it all. I said, until we've eaten it all. Hallelujah. God's saying, feed yourself these things. Why? Because you are what you eat. And if you feed yourself these things, it'll manifest. Literally, that phrase, uh, add, means to minister additionally or abundantly. Minister additionally or abundantly. Which means don't spare and don't skimp on what you add. Lay it on thick as you can. Lay it on as thick as you can. I remember when I used to make cakes a long time ago. I ain't made one in I don't know how long. I remember when I used to make cakes a long time ago. I used to love the icing part. Praise God. My mother taught me how to ice a cake. Praise God. And when she taught me how to ice a cake, I remember the first time I tried to ice a cake, I just tried to put a little dab on it and spread it. She said, baby, no, no, that ain't how you do it. She scooped up and she said, slap. She slapped that sucker on there. And then she got to spreading it and, 
you know, got that wrist motion going fast, guy. And then you picked up some more and said, slap, slapped all that stuff on. Then you get to spreading it, praise God, hallelujah. And then you slap, son. And then you bring it around the side and then pull it around the side. And then she used to throw them little, them little swirly whirls up on the side. You'd be like, go on, mama, praise God. But she was teaching me how to do it. And that's what God's saying. While you're doing this, don't be like just trying to do a little hit. Just slap some of this stuff on there and, and get it done. Hallelujah. Don't worry. Ain't none of it going to go to waste. I said, don't, don't, it's going to all spread out and it's going to all work itself out. Now, all these things are listed that God wants us to add to me and you. He then lists the things he wants to add to me and you. Things that will help the manifestation of the transformation to happen in the lives of me and you. All the things that are listed that the Lord God wants us to add to me and you so that we can then be the us that he wants us to be doing what, what he wants us to do the way he wants us to do it. It's things that he knows are needed by me and you to become the person that he wants us to be. And if we do it, that is add those things, it'll transform us into the person that God desires us to be. A person with all these qualities, nothing missing. Having them in full supply. So let's look at some of the things we're to add. Praise you, Jesus. Verse 5. It said, and beside these, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Add to your faith virtue. Now, notice we're supposed to add it to our faith. Our faith is what we've already been convinced of by God through the knowledge that God has already shared with me and you. That we've already been convinced of by God when God showed us these various things we need to know and understand so that we could be the women of man that God wants us to do. He said, now I want you to add to your faith virtue. Add virtue to our faith. Now, the word virtue, once again, means manliness. Manliness. That is excellence. But it's not just excellence, it's moral excellence. God wants us to add virtue to me and you so that we can be more of the man that God originally intended us to be. He wants to, uh, to, to add virtue to me and to, 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 to what he's saying to me and you so we can be more of the man that God wants us to be. That'll allow us to be able to live our lives under more moral excellence than we did before. We'll start making the right decisions. Now, how do I do that, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. The way you do that is, remember, be not conformed to this world, but be renewed by, be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to renew your mind to why you're doing what you're doing. So you have to renew your mind to why you're doing what you're doing. I'm adding virtue to myself by, 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 let me do it this way. Remember when the woman with the issue of blood went up to Jesus and touched the hem of his garment? Remember when she touched the hem of his garment? And then Jesus around says, who touched me? And they said, what you mean who touched you? Man, there's people all over thronging you and stuff, running all into you. Praise God, what you mean who touched you? He said, no, no, somebody touched me because I felt virtue leave me. I, I felt part of who I am leave me and go into this person and transform them from a person who had an issue of blood to no issues whatsoever. God wants you to be able to receive who he wants you to be on the inside of you to the point that you are already locked down in your mind why I'm doing what I'm about to do. Because I'm going to be the person God always wanted me to be. She wanted to be healed. She wanted this blood flow to stop. And so she went and touched him and virtue came out. So God's saying, don't just hear what I'm saying. Because everybody hearing what I'm saying. 
just like everybody else was touching me. But I need you to add to your faith virtue. Let this thing get on the inside of you so it can transform you and change you like it's supposed to. Because see, some of us, we just go through the motions and we don't see no change. He said, no, no, I want you to think I'm going to be changed. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be changed. If I can just get this and do these things that God told me to do, I'm going to be changed. If I could just do these things that God told me to do, I'm going to be changed. She went there with the attitude, I'm going to be changed. He says, so I want you to add to your faith, I'm going to be changed into the person that God always wanted me to be. Glory to God to the person that God always wanted me to be. Which, by the way, is a bad somebody. Because it's God living in a body. Being able to live out what he wants to live out through you and me. Added to it. And there's something else I need you to do. We're to add to our virtue, knowledge. Knowledge. Now the word knowledge right there is the word knowing. But it's speaking of the act of knowing. It's the word knowing. Now this is the practical discrimination of good and evil. The practical discrimination or can, being able to tell the difference between good and evil. So this is just not knowing what good and evil is, but it's also knowing what to do to live our out this knowledge of good and evil that God gives me and you. It's knowing what to do to be able to live this thing out like we're supposed to. Like, for instance, some of y'all know I ain't supposed to drink, but you still drink. Some of you know you're supposed to, you know, study the word, but you still don't study the word. Some of you, you know, I'm just using examples. Praise God. Some of you know you're supposed to tie, but you're still stealing God's tie. But you want to. You don't want to be no thief no more. But you're going to still be a thief. Until you add to your faith knowledge. See, this is speaking to our knowing, knowing the will of God in each detail of practice. Knowing the will of God in each detail of practice. Knowing what God wants and doesn't want us to do. And why. And why. Now that and why is a very important part. Because a lot of us know what God says do, but we still don't understand why we're supposed to do it. We just know he said do it, but uh, we don't understand why. But see, the why is huge. I said, the why is huge. You might be thirsty than a mug, and you see a beautiful glass of water, you know, cold glass of water with ice in it too, praise God, and condensation running down the side. And you be thinking like, I'm going to go get some of that water right there. And you go to reach for it and I say, hey, leave that water alone. Don't, don't mess with that water. And then your mind thinking, I've already decided I'm going to drink that water. And you go to reaching for it anyway. And then you pick it up and get ready to turn it up. And I say, the reason why is because I saw this, this mouse go over there and piss in it. Now that you know why, it has changed your inspiration as to, to leave this glass of water alone. Because you understand why. Does that make sense to anybody over here? Because see, some of the times, the, the reason... Even though we got all this knowledge that God's been sharing with me and you, we still don't have the why we do what we do. We don't have the why. Because the why is inspirational. It's past informational. It's inspirational. And it'll cause us to be inspired to do what we do. Because I don't just know what to do. I know why I'm doing it. I don't, I don't know, I don't just know what to not do. I know why I ain't doing it. So that way it don't seem like it's a, it's a, it's a task. It's a job or it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a work that I got to do. It's just another check on the checklist. No, this ain't no check on the checklist. This is what I ain't doing. And I know why I ain't doing it. 
because I have knowledge. I've added knowledge to it, to my virtue. I've added knowledge. Does that make sense? This includes insight and understanding. This is an understanding that's gained by us of the motivational forces behind our actions, behind our thoughts, and behind our behaviors. So we won't just come to church, but we know why we come to church. And then when somebody says, you going to church? Heck yeah, I'm going to church. And not just to church, I'm going to my church. Because I know exactly where God put me. And I'm going to be right there because I understand exactly why I'm supposed to be there. And you can't talk me out of it. Nor can you touch a desire that I had to not come in the first place. That was still on the inside of me. Because it didn't get cleared out by the why I should be there. Amen. Because some of us do it. We just still don't want to do it, but we're going to go ahead and do it. You know, oh, we know to stop, but I want to, but I'm going to stop, but I want to. But this is about to attack the want to that's on the inside of you. So you ain't even going to want to no more. Just like I said, go ahead. No, go ahead. Drink the water. It's going to be fine. I heard that if you let it, you know, uh, rat piss sit for at least 30 minutes, then, then, then it kind of like dissipates. So you should be okay. Uh, I think it was like 25, maybe 20, 20, 27 minutes. You know, give or take a couple minutes. Don't worry about it. Just go ahead and drink it. You thirsty, go ahead. But you'd be like, you'd be like, no, no. You don't care if he was sitting for an hour. You ain't, you ain't drinking it. Hallelujah. And you understand why. So this is an understanding that's gained by, uh, gained by us of the motivational forces behind our actions, our thoughts and our behavior. In other words, we should add to the knowing that we receive from God how and why we should do and not do the things we do. How and why. This is huge right here. Because this is going to help you keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. With the consistency enough for change to occur. It also tells you the how and why Satan is trying to get us to do something other than what God wants us to do. Because not only will you understand it from God's perspective in relationship to why you need to do what you need to do, you also understand why Satan is trying to get you to do something else. So that then when the opportunity to do something else come up, you'll be like, uh-uh. Because I understand exactly what you're trying to get me to do. I understand exactly why you want me to do it that way. So it can open the door for you to be able to do this, that, and that. Oh, no, not up in here no more. Oh, no, I got understanding now. I done, add, I, I, I done added knowledge to my virtue. Praise God. Now, both of those are very valuable to making us successful at changing like God wants us to do. Verse 6 tells us another thing to add. Verse 6 says, and to knowledge, that knowledge I just gave you of why you should do what you do, temperance. Temperance. Now, the word temperance right there is talking about self-control. Self-control. So after coming to know what we ought to do and not do, we're to add self-control so that we can actually do what we're supposed to do and not just and, and, and not do what we now know we ain't supposed to do so we can actually do it because we got self-control amen now we got ourselves involved in this we got self-control we ain't talking about god take this away from me no more lord if you just take this away from me lord if you just p- translate me to church every time you want me to come to church Lord, if you just go ahead, just reach in my pocket and go ahead and do an electronic funds transfer of my money to, to the church. And you, you do it. God said, no, you do it. But I don't trust myself. Hey, after you get this knowledge, now add self-control to yourself. And just do it. 
point to yourself, say, self, self. Do, it. do it. I ain't playing with you. Just do it. I mean, see, this is what you got to do. So that then when you get ready to go for that water, you be thinking like, that water does look good. You be like, uh-uh, no, wait a minute, because I remember what he told me through the knowledge that he gave me. And I remember I got to understand why that, that, that's why I ain't supposed to do. And so now I'm just going to control myself. Hallelujah. I say control myself. Hallelujah. But he also said that we're to add to our temperance, patience. Patience. That word patience right there means cheerful and hopeful endurance. Constancy. Cheerful and hopeful endurance. Constancy. Now this patience, that is this cheerful and hopeful endurance and constancy, allows us to be able to bear all trials and difficulties faced when an even mind, to do it with an even mind, enduring all and persevering through all that we go through. I'll say it again. I said, this patience that is this cheerful and hopeful endurance and constancy allows us to be able to bear all the trials and the difficulties that we're going to face with an open mind and, an, excuse me, an even mind, not open, an even mind, because we ain't already locked down our mind on what we're going to do. With an even mind and doing all and pursuing and persevering through everything that we run into. Now you might say, well, why is that pastor, important, pastor? Because when you start actually doing what it is that you've learned to do, when you really start actually doing what it is that you've learned to do and that you found out you're supposed to do, the devil is going to come straight at you. He's going to get mad at you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Saints of God, what the Word of God says about our God and what He wants to do for me and you is true. He really is a God of transformation and manifestation. Our God really does want to do transformations and manifestations in the lives of me and you. Transformations and manifestations that are good and beneficial really are what God's got planned for me and you. Let's believe God's word is true and let's cooperate with the God who wants to cause transformations and manifestations that he wants to happen in our lives. Let's let them happen to me and you so that all those transformations and manifestations that he wants to cause to happen in and with us and our lives actually happen for us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride, and we'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. 
There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers of Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute for being in church fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe that every born-again believer should echo what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he so reap. The Bible also says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. God's not going to be mocked concerning you and your being a blessing to us. Since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's going to do what he said he was going to do, that is, to be a blessing to all of you. You're going to reap what you've sown. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word that we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.